the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a crispy Friday morning in the fall in the hill country of Texas. Um, tell me what, it, it, it couldn't have been any prettier this morning. It was, uh, I mean, all it's that kind of weather where you, if you were out camping, you would wake up in the morning and you'd get up and stretch out and step out of your tent. Yeah, I know, some of you haven't done that for 40 years, but you got your really nice trailers you pull out there, the motor homes to the campground. Um, but that's all right. This is just reminded me one of those crispy mornings you, you kind of pop out of the tent and you stretch out and you look around and go, man, the air is fresh. It's clean. It's gorgeous. The sky is blue. What is, what is on my calendar today? What am I going to do? So, um, just, uh, it is Friday. So in case I forget, be nice to the tourists. Just, you know, for crying out loud, just be nice to the tourists. I think I uh, told you about last weekend, I did, and uh, on Monday we talked about uh, it, it was crazy last weekend on Main Street in Fredericksburg. So I'm going to do my best uh, this weekend uh, to stay calm, cool, and collected and be grateful. And, you know, even uh, the I was listening to uh, the local news this morning on uh, the Hill Country Patriot, of course, and uh, they were talking about the record-breaking uh, sales taxes in Fredericksburg and, and B&B taxes. And, listen, <laughs> Fredericksburg is breaking all kinds of records uh, this year in uh, bringing in income to the city. So, man... They're uh, they're doing great. So beware if they're asking for more of your money in Fredericksburg right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd push back on that. Um, there is a uh, they've been making money hand over fist in Fredericksburg this year, um, even in the midst of this uh, pandemic. Um, so there you go. Be nice to the tourists. Uh, you know, the idea, I think, another reason to be nice to the tourists, if you can get your city council to pay attention to you, you can let the tourists carry more of our local bill than they do. You know, it's as easy as that. And um, you can, uh, instead of raising your property taxes, um, all the people around the state who say, oh, we love coming to Fredericksburg. Oh, and how often do you hear that, right? Um, and they can pay the bills they're they're doing pretty good right now and um i think that's a really good argument that you can make with the city especially when they spend so much money trying to increase tourism and trying to make our town more more uh, appealing to visitors to come and spend their money so they're spending our money doing that and they want more money from us let's let's go ahead and uh, take care of those guys that are coming in from out of town let them pay the bills and um lower our local taxes all right do that uh, anywhere any any little small town that promotes tourism 
at the end of the day, they're not doing that because they, you know, have some altruistic motion, uh, uh, altruistic idea about, well, we just want to expose our history to people from out of town. No, they don't. They want money from them. They want a T-shirt shop. They want a knick-knack shop. They want everybody to buy a magnet that says, uh, I went to Fredericksburg, or a T-shirt that says, my parents went to Fredericksburg, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Um, and so, yes, um, if uh, the cities, if your cities are going to do that, then ask them to lower your rates and uh yeah go ahead and build it up to uh, bring those guys in from out of town to pay the bills so I, I i don't know i think that's a pretty good argument you can try it and see what happens let's take a look at the calendar i've been thinking for uh oh, about the last since uh, yesterday afternoon that i wanted to come in here positive today because it was friday and so i got i've, I've, I've got a, a positive direction to go today um, and so, but let's get to the uh, calendar we have on the calendar. Oh, I've got to go back several days. Um, we have the, um, oh, I am, folks, I'm sorry. Hold on, stick with me. There we go. All right. Uh, Saturday, Allen West is still going to be Mason Community uh, Building. Um, I think the only way you're going to get into this is to get a hold of the Mason County Republican Party um, <clears throat> because that is a fundraiser for them. On the 5th of November, uh, the Impact Christian Church is going to be hosting the uh, Take Back America rally. And uh, I'm pretty sure, and I didn't, you know, I didn't check with Bethany yesterday, but I'm pretty sure that it's Bethany who is organizing this. <clears throat> if it's not, whoever it is, give me a call sometime and let me know that that ain't Bethany doing that. But I'm pretty sure it is. Take Back America. It's going to be a pretty good event. And uh, Bethany is fired up. If it's not her, then uh, there's someone else that's just fired up here. And um, uh, part of her flyer, it says, if you're uh, considering running for office or know someone who would be a great candidate, um, then bring them. She says, are, are you ready to take action to take back our country? And will you support others who will run? All right. It says, uh, she also says, we will have current and past elected officials to answer questions like, what does it take to run? Am I qualified? Um, who will support me? How can I help support someone else who is running? And uh, so those are the kinds of things that um, uh, that uh, are, believe me, that, uh, that this will happen at this uh, Take Back America rally. All right, so... Um, the line, the bottom line is when we, the people stand together, we can restore the constitution and self-governance come stand with us. And it is being hosted by we, the people, Liberty in action. So check it out. Liberty in action, Texas.com Liberty in action, Texas.com outstanding organization in the Kerrville area. Um, so there you go. I just got a text. Bethy, Bethany is organizing the Take Back America, but it is being brought to you by We the People, Liberty in Action, and a great group that is really taking off in Kerrville. And if you're a patriot and you hadn't heard about these, get in touch with me, and I'll let you know next time they have a meet and greet. Uh, let's see. Also on, um, uh, let's see, 11.6 and 11.7 Appleseed. Man, I'm excited about that. Um, I am excited about that. That's great. So, 
Um, that uh, I'm going to bring in the organizer of that is going to be in here in a couple of weeks, uh, Mr. Watson, and tell you about that. And uh, yeah, I know it's radio, but I'm going to bring my targets, my before and after uh, targets from the time I went to the Appleseed uh, shoot. And uh, we'll uh, I'll have some witnesses here, and they'll go, wow. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, so that's Ron Watson's going to be here the 28th. Uh, Representative Brian Harrison is going to be here next Wednesday. Next Wednesday is going to be real good. We have uh, this guy worked uh, with um, in the Trump uh, um, White House, and his representative, Brian Harrison, and his area of expertise happens to be on the vaccines, vaccine mandates. He authored uh, House Bill 168, I believe, during the third session that would basically shut down all vaccine mandates. And uh, so Mr. Harrison has become kind of the expert in this area, so we're going to have him on next Wednesday. Ron Watson on Thursday. Tracy Bradford on next Friday. I can't wait to tell you more about Tracy Bradford, and we're going to do that today. But if you want to uh, go in back to the apple seed, um, if you need more uh, in, uh, information on that, I will, as we get closer I will provide you with some information on that and the possibility of maybe some uh, maybe some half price uh, half price pass for the apple seed on eleven six and eleven seven and uh, so anyway stay tuned on that and I'll bring you uh, more information as we get closer. All right, let me see. I'm going to randomly pull up a Ben Franklin. Um, here we go. This is the first one that jumped out at me. He that scatters thorns, let him not go barefoot. Um, let's see, what's the modern-day version of that? If you have sticker burrs in your front yard, don't go barefoot, right? He that scatters thorns, let him not go barefoot. Y'all stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back, and we'll have um, Jody on the line with us. Y'all stay tuned. All right, folks, we are back. Um, I have on the line with me uh, Jody Gould. Jody and Dave uh, stepped up right away when uh, they heard me on the radio um, two and a half years ago and said anything we can do to uh, to help you uh, with this, with what you're doing, we'll be glad to. And uh, so, yeah, I sicked a salesperson on them. And uh, so they did good. They, bought, uh, they are sponsoring and helping keep this program on the air and I'm proud to have them as friends, and I had them as friends long before the radio station, and uh, we're still friends. And uh, Jody of Tejas Smoke Depot, welcome to the Matt Long Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Man, it's a beautiful, crispy morning out there. So Tejas Smoke Depot is uh, west of Fredericksburg on uh, just right, just, just west. You don't have to go far if you're going west on Main Street. When you get to the Y, you go to the left, and down a little bit on the left, you will find the Tejas Smoke Depot with the most awesome walk-in humidor. Tell us about your uh, cigars that you got in your humidor, uh, Jody. Well, we have probably about 100 different varieties of uh, name-brand cigars. 
all shapes and sizes and flavors from light wrap to double Maduro wrap, um, which is a very dark wrap, um, and, you know, low-end, meaning a little cheaper, to pretty high-end for those people with just more money than they know what to do with. That's right. Go in there and, and buy some cigars for all your friends. That's right. There you go. Um, and, of course, uh, we have a, a, the, you know, old Swisher Sweets um, that are a staple, you know, for uh-huh. many people out there. And, um, yeah, um, a, a variety of, of uh, what's the word? Choices. Matt? Yeah. Choices. There you go. <laughs> you variety know? of choices. And, and we've got, you know, gift packs. If you not, if you can't decide what you want, you know, you can mm-hmm. buy a gift pack already made up. And then we've all our um, employees are pretty. They're learning the ropes on the cigars, so they can help you out with anything, like whether it's a mild to a heavy bodied mm-hmm. cigar. And if and you're, so, yeah, if yeah. you're out there listening and you're a, really a, a cigar connoisseur. Drop in there and help educate those kids. There you go. You know, I mean, do them a favor. Um, and uh, so I think that's a great idea. By the way, are those little uh, Al Capones, we talked about this a couple of years ago, have the Al Capones just completely gone away? Do they still no, exist? we still have them. You still, still have, have Al, Al Capones? Yep. Oh, okay. They're still out there. They're rum dipped. And yeah. They come in filters, non-filters. Okay. You know, they're a tiny little stick, so, you know, you just want that smoke that's not going to last long but you want that cigar flavor that's rum dipped or cognac dipped well there you go that works for you um they've uh, you know they've been around forever yeah yeah and then you know the ac grenadiers the old you know lower end cigar that's a really nice smoking cigar you know um you don't have to spend a lot to to get where you want to go and um yeah and of course you know we have all your tobacco needs so if you decide that you want to try out a pipe we have all kinds of pipe tobaccos that are high end to low end mm-hmm. and um you know we we sell little the little corn cob pipes to, you know if you're just not sure that you <laughs> want to be a pipe smoker i always say start cheap there you and go work your way up yeah. you know but we have a, a nice variety of um nice pipes too and you guys pipes, so. and you guys also have it's a really good little convenience store and if you're heading west or heading out for the weekend to go hunting or camping or something you can stop by there, top off your ice chest, grab a Dr. Pepper and uh, a moon pie for the kids, and uh, and they got some chips and uh, some beer and wine. So, you know, everything but ammo and explosives, um, I think you got, uh, you've got yourself taken care of there. You also have a drive-by window if you'll, uh, when you approach the building. If you've got kids in the car, just... Uh, Make a counterclockwise circle around the building and pull right up to the window. And uh, Jody or Dave or one of their very happy employees will stick their head out the window and uh, ask you uh, what they can do for you. So um, we are missing the phrase that pays for this week. So um, it's kind of a chant, isn't it? This week's yeah, phrase is yeah. a chant. Every week we try to be inspirational with our phrases or just you know, lighten things up sometimes because, you know, things are just very complicated in the world today. Right. And uh, we were having the hardest time coming up with something for this week, and and then uh, it, it came to us, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> there you go. The phrase <laughs> that pays. Is the phrase that pays this week, and for those that know, 
They know. They know. That's <laughs> Don't right. Just say it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know. <laughs> well, that's right. So, um, if you pull into the Tejas Smoke Depot and let them uh, tell them, you know, let's go, Brandon, then you will get a discount for that purchase, and you'll get your name in the hat for a drawing and um, a monthly drawing that gives you even another sweet little uh, gift. And so, let's go, Brandon, and let's go, uh, let's go Brandon. And uh, that will uh, be the phrase that pays this week. And, Jody, it's as usual, it's always been great to have you on here. So thank you, well, thank you so, so much. much. And, thank uh, you so much. We'll, we'll we, have... we appreciate everything that you're doing for this community and the state of Texas, of course. You know, it's, we're all in it together. So um, with, without people like you, most of people wouldn't even know what's going on in the world today. Well, thank you very much, Jody, and thank you for your support. So, all right, there we go. And uh, let's see, I told you I was going to bring you some good news. Um, and I had some, uh, I had some real, it, it's, one of those, uh, it's one of those struggles where it's easy. Look, it's easy to come on, on, on this program and go through a list of grievances. It's real easy for me to do that. I can pick any, all kinds of subjects and come in here with little or no preparation and sit down and whine and complain about the Democrats that did this and the Republicans that did that. And can you believe so-and-so said this and so-and-so said that? And uh, I get a lot of those. I'm sure you get the emails. Um, and uh, I even get printed copies of the lists of grievances. And you go through the whole list of grievances, and you get down to the bottom, and you're waiting to see, what do I do? And there's, there's just nothing there. It's a bunch of whining. And that, that's where we are. That's where we are. Uh, that's where a lot of us are. And, and so I try to get away from that. I try to bring in something positive, and it's not always easy. But I do have some positive for you. I do have some positive for you, but i got to weave in a little bit of the negative and, uh, to, to uh, talk about the positive. we got primaries coming up. Our, our leadership in, in Texas, and not our leadership, our servants that we hire, that we elect to be servant leaders in the um, capital, they're all up for re-election this year. All right, we got the governor up, we got the lieutenant governor. Of course, all the representatives are up every two years, so they're always up. And because of redistricting, we have, I believe, all of our senators are going to be up. And someone is probably going to correct me if I got that wrong. But um, I think pretty much everybody's up. We could clean house this this year. That's the good news. We could clean house this year. What What's the ugly news that backs that up? The ugly news is 2020. The ugly news is 21, 2020, 2021. Where did our servant leaders, the people we hired to represent us, um, that were working in Austin these last two years, how did they treat your liberty and your freedom? And, and listen, you, you cannot just push this onto the governor or the lieutenant governor. This goes down all the way down the line, down to your individual representatives. How did they treat your liberty this last 18 months? Well, I think most of you know the answer to that. They did not treat it well. 
And listen, and I, I'm sorry, if you're one of those out there that said, well, you know, Matt, there were a lot of people getting sick, and, and we had to do something. We had to do something. We couldn't just let people all get sick. Well, folks, we've been letting people get sick for years. This was not the Black Plague. If you're a Stephen King uh, reader, this was not uh, Captain Trips. All right? These, this was not a disease that uh, killed three out of every four people that got it. And in fact, it didn't take us long to realize that 99.9% of us, if we got the Kung flu, you're going to survive. You're going to get sick. And you're going to have it, and you're going to survive. Those, and of course, the, the option to that was those who had, uh, the other side of that was those who had coexist, uh, co-existing morbidities, which, by the way, that's such a nice way of saying their body's in bad shape already. All right? Whatever it is, whether it is uh, whether it was a genetic uh, something that went wrong when they were being formed in their mother's womb and they've grown up with this genetic um, uh, issue that makes their makes them weaker than than other people makes them physically weaker or it might have been something they're just like overweight or a heavy smoker or any of these things that we know are damaging to the body if you add anything unto it whether it's the kung flu or or the regular flu or a bad cold or what Anything you add to it, if you've got these comorbidities, it doesn't matter what it is, what the sickness is, it's going to be worse if you have these comorbidities, all right? And so we found out pretty quickly that um, this thing wasn't killing everybody. Were there a lot of people getting sick? Yes. Did we know who it was killing right away? Yes. We immediately, immediately saw that it was killing the old and the weak. That, that was evident almost immediately, and yet... Our government, our state government, our state government, our Governor Abbott, our Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, our Speaker of the House, Dade Phelan, and don't don't let that Speaker of the House title make you think that, you know, whatever, he's on down the list. Between those three, they do decide what happens in the state of Texas. And so Dade Phelan has to go on the same line as our Governor and Lieutenant governor they they um they had choices to make somewhere about a month into this they absolutely could have chosen the side of freedom now it would have been the harder side to take they could have chosen the side of liberty but it's more difficult to defend liberty it's easier to scare people and then take control than it is to reassure people that they are still free and that they can choose what to do with their lives if they want to isolate themselves to you know be afraid of a of a a, a disease that 99. whatever percent survive from then that's a choice they would make and and our governor and our lieutenant governor and Dade Phelan all went in on the side of, nah, we'll just go with the everybody's sick. Let's keep those ha- people happy. I don't want to try to defend liberty. Um, and so we're just going to uh, lock everybody down. And, of course, they pushed it off on the president. And then uh, when your local city came down, they pushed it off on the governor. See, everybody pushed it off on everybody all at the same time crying about how awesome the Constitution was. 
All right. I did tell you I was going to get to good news, right? But I had to set it up with some of the yucky stuff so you know where the good's coming from, right? So we're going to come out of the pig pen here and talk about what you can do and the positive direction we can stay, take the state of Texas after we take this short break. All right, there's some happy get up and dance good news music to bring us in. The last segment, have our liberties ever been tested like this in our lifetime before? Not in my lifetime. I don't think my liberties have been pushed or tested this far in my lifetime, right? I think the most that was ever pushed was the uh, you got to wear a motorcycle helmet. You got to put on your seatbelt. You know, I'm, uh, yeah, those, those, I thought those were incursions into my liberty, but, uh, you know, put on a helmet when I ride a motorcycle and, uh, I put my seatbelt on most of the time, honey. My old truck, uh, uh, my last truck I had, uh, the uh, seatbelt dinger had been disengaged. Ah. So when I bought my new truck recently from these awesome people at the Ford House, Ken Stopel down here in Kerrville, and they're not paying me for that, but they did me a good, they did me a solid on uh, this truck I got, and and uh, have been taking good care of me. And uh, I asked them to uh, help me uh, dis uh, disengage that. <laughs> they they said, "Oh, that can't be done," and it's like, "Well, yes, it can." So I went on the interwebs, and uh, yeah, it can be done. Um, but my dinger is still on in my uh, truck, so I don't even know what the, all that got started. Where Oh, wherever your, your liberties have been tested. They were really tested this last year. Your incumbents had an opportunity that last year to really say who they were. I, I, I would almost give all those rhinos a little bit of a glide over the last eight or ten years. I am yeah, sort of, kind of. But this last year, all those uh, uh, campaign conservatives, they had their opportunity to stand up and show their stripes. They did. And let's talk about some of the uh, national. I know we don't do national stuff here very often, but let's talk about some of these people. You know, Chip Roy, um, he uh, interrogated all but waterboarded AG yesterday, our attorney general. Um, I had a fun time watching that. And I and, and and I'm sitting there going, man, we need more people like Chip that are willing to stand up and speak truth, right? And then we we heard Ron, uh, Rand Paul this morning. Uh, Harley was playing a bunch of Rand Paul standing up to uh, Pope Fauci, right? And um, I don't know if you've seen that guy out of Louisiana, Kennedy, right? I love that guy. Uh, man, I tell you what, these guys stand up and you, you watch them and you see them on the TV and they're... They're 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 standing up and they're they're angry and they're making a fuss and and I know that my listeners when you when you see those I know you're cheering I know you are right but then what happens then we come back to Texas and we elect a guy who's a really nice guy he is he's just a really nice guy or that gal she's a really nice lady you know and and she she doesn't get upset and she's even keeled and 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 those are who we elect those are people we elect because they come around 
All right. Republicans, listen, we've been stuck in this be nice mode for a long time. It is no longer serving you. Right? The compromise and the be nice and the speak softly. Right? And and carry a medium-sized stick. This just does not, this is not working anymore. We are up against radical radical people who want to tear this the country down and they would love to nothing more than to destroy texas so how do we fight back against that well we fight back against that by by hiring representatives not leaders servants at the ballot box we hire fighters and scrappers it's time to hire a fighter and a scrapper, all right? And so don't go back in the the primaries and go, well, you know, Abbott did the best he could. I'm still hearing that. Abbott did the best he could, and and, and what's he going to do? Just fly in the the face of the the federal wreck in the seat? Yes, that's exactly what he's going to do. That's the leadership we want. And I've made this point a bunch of times on this program that I have read over and over the Constitution, the Texas Constitution, the U.S. Constitution. Nowhere in there, nowhere in there does it say that if a lot of people get sick, we get to take some of your God-given rights away. Nowhere does it say in there that when a lot of people get sick that this is all null and void and 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 that you know the job of the government is to keep people safe no it's not i i i hear that almost on a daily basis that the job of the government is to keep you safe no it's not the job of your government is to protect your god-given rights and stay the hell out of the way right let us be who we are like through this whole pandemic through this whole pandemic right our liberties were taken away we were not given the choices you you could get fined you could get chewed out your neighbor they would even promote that your neighbors turn you in right we had the tattletale tool there in fredericksburg for a while you could turn your neighbors in if they're not following the rules that is not that that is where we got to and we do that by electing the same old squishy well, he's a really nice guy, Mr. Long, you know, and, and I'm, I just think he's a really nice guy. And, you know, we all have to work together up there in, in Austin, and we have to get along with those Democrats, and, and, and we have to compromise with them. And, and, and that guy, he is just, he is, he is a good negotiator. Folks, this, that all of those, I might have bought them in the past, but we're done. We're done with that. If your incumbent is not someone that you saw standing and fighting, right? Standing for, I don't know, something like, uh, let's talk about Texas. Did your representative stand for that? Did your representative stand up and fight for the border? Did he go? Listen, some of them do. There are some of these representatives in the House and some of the senators that when they get to the mic, the back mic, I'm not sure whether they call it in the Senate because I'm, I'm a House guy. Uh, it, they get to that back mic in the house and they stand up and they they speak truth regardless of what the republican leadership does 
We've got to we've got to flush out the incumbents this year. We have an amazing opportunity, starting with the governor. You have some amazing opportunities in the primary this year. All right, and listen, don't don't fall for the lies. There's a lot of misunderstanding. I've had several people say, "Well, we got too many candidates. They're going to split the vote, and the Democrats will win." No, this is a primary. This is a primary. There's not any Democrats in the primary. Oh, let me do let me do my Biden voice. There's not any Democrats in the primary, right? There's there's not. So you're not splitting any votes. And listen, I had a Republican leader out of Houston recently tell me that Matt, you're promoting all of these. Uh, you're you know you got you're promoting Huffines and Prather and 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 West and all of that. And and if one of those guys actually wins in the primary, you know the Democrats going to win in the general. No. I don't know that, and you don't know that either. But, see, I was told that as a fact. In fact, I even pushed back, and I said, you don't know that. And and this guy says, yes, I do. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't know that. We have got to kick these guys out who played willy-nilly with your liberties. And, And Governor Abbott was one of them. And it's very likely that whoever your representative was was one of them as well because there is a tiny, small handful, I mean four or five in the entire Texas House who will stand up like a Chip Roy or like a Kennedy or like a a, a, a Rand Paul or uh, I'm trying to think, who's the guy that always wears the uh, the yellow shirt, uh, the yellow tie with the blue shirt? Um, now I'm embarrassed. Um, we had him out here a couple of years ago, and he spoke to the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Um, but anyway, these guys, when we, we cheer for them. When we see them on the news or see them, if you happen to be watching C-SPAN, bless your heart, then you, you, you go, yeah, that's the way, that's, that's, I would tell them that way. But then you come home, and then you, you, hire, you hire these representatives who will not do that, right? So it's time. These primaries, you're going to have so many choices in this primary, you're not even going to know which way to jump. I know things, I even know more candidates coming in that I'm so excited about in certain House districts that I am so excited about, but I can't tell you about them yet, but I can't wait. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, you got some amazing choices for Lieutenant Governor. We've been talking about the Governor. Right now, let me tell you some of the names that are in for Lieutenant Governor. You've got Aaron Sorrells. He was, man, he about camped out in the Hill Country last week. And uh, we had a really good opportunity to get to know him. And then uh, Miller, uh, Mike, oh, man, what's his last name? Miller, or his first name. Miller, who is part of the Texas Nationalist Movement, Mr. Miller, he threw in his hat for the uh, uh, lieutenant governor uh, position. Listen, he's going to bring with him a bunch of Texas T&M people. They they will line up behind Mr. Miller in a heartbeat, all right? So he's going to be bringing a lot of voters with him. He's he's I don't know, is he the best choice between he and uh, Sorrell? I I don't know. I think they're both good. I'm glad I have options. And then the best of all best news, a woman I've known for it's either 6 years or 8 years or may, we'll just call it 7 years. Woman I've known for about seven years, Tracy Bradford, and uh, has thrown her hat in for the race of lieutenant governor. I cannot tell you how much respect I have for this woman, Tracy Bradford. 
and I have been around her. Um, I've been not just like, you know, meet and greets, but on committees, in day-long workshops. I've seen uh, amazing. So right now, even in your lieutenant governor's race, you're going to have options. I'm hoping and praying that all your house districts have some options. So the good news is, the good news is, we have tremendous opportunities as grassroots and conservatives and Christians to literally take over the capital in Austin. All right? We, we literally have that kind of power this year. That is the good news. But what you're going to need to do is you're going to have to work for these candidates. That's the other good news. You're going to have to work for these candidates. You're going to have to get out and knock doors. You can't just put a bumper sticker on. You're going to have to participate. Or those same old squishy Lieutenant Dans and, and, and Governor Abbott, Governor Grabbit are going to go up there and they're going to remain as awful as they have been in the past regardless of how conservative they present themselves on the campaign trail. All right, folks, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Man, that's exciting. You know, I've still got my uh, uh, Ted Nugent vinyl, and I still have a turntable. Man, there is nothing like double live gonzo. I'm telling you, you need to get jacked for the weekend if you're still one of those. Or, I mean, even if you've got to do gardening work for the wife tomorrow or, or whatever it is, you know, it just doesn't hurt to put a little Ted Nugent on, get your blood flowing, and get out there. Uncle Ted, thank you for bringing us in on a Friday and um, keeping us uh, keeping us rocking. Um, there is a. Uh, by the way, I'm going to the uh, Founders Bible. Um, we have uh, um, for this uh, kind of closing segment today. I have been uh, uh, studying the Book of Daniel on Thursday nights. It's a Zoom class with a uh, with a, a old old friend of mine. This uh, another Irish preacher by the name of Jim McGuigan. And uh, he's been doing this Daniel uh, class on Zoom, and I've really been enjoying it. And last night we were in uh, Daniel 9 and 10, and um, part of the Founder's Bible with Daniel uh, right there at Daniel 9 is an article called The Forefathers Monument. And uh, this is the National Monument to the Forefathers located in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And um, I I think there was a movie made about this. In fact, I'm positive there was a movie made about this in the last few years. Somehow it got in my head that it was the Monuments Men, but it's not. Um, it's not the Monuments Men, but uh, there is a movie out there that talks about this uh, monument. And if any of my texters uh, could send me a note and let me know what that movie is before the end of the hour, that would be kind of cool. But um, this is one of the few... Um, I don't know. I'm not going to say a few. There are a lot of places that I have not visited um, that had to do with uh, the uh, the founding of this country. Uh, when I was uh, when I was a kid, uh, my folks uh, took uh, we did a, a DC trip and 
and I can't remember if we did a Philadelphia trip or not. I think there's I think there's a story about me trying to you know wanting to be, meet Betsy Ross. My mom would have to tell that story. Um, but we did some of that stuff. My dad was was uh, he he did a, a decent job talking about history. Not great. Um, and then as an adult, I went to uh, uh, the Smithsonian and and to D.C. with uh, with one of my nephews and some of my family. Right after actually right after September 11th, 2001, we took a trip to D.C. Believe it or not, and um, the and of course the Washington Monument and the Jefferson Memorial. But there's a lot of places I haven't been. I haven't been to Monticello. Um, is it Monticello or Monticello? Monticello. I, Cello, Monticello. Well, however you say it, I have not been there. I would know how to pronounce it if I had been there. So, and here's another one. In fact, this was a monument I didn't even know existed. Um, I think it was a few years ago. Glenn Beck uh, talked about it, and I'm thinking, well, that must be some little tiny statue somewhere. This thing is massive. It's an 81-foot-tall granite uh, um, uh, structure, and in the center of it is uh, faith is in the center of it and and it is a woman holding up her right hand pointing it to the sky and in her left hand open uh, holding a a bible but just not a, a re- this bible the edges of it are frazzled it, it this bible she's holding this uh, granite bible she hold she's holding appears as if it has been opened and closed and read in the pages turned a bunch of times so that's the middle of the statue there are four smaller statues surrounding faith, all right? And uh, those are the four seated statues that represent morality, law, education, and liberty. These are emblems of the principles upon which the pilgrims built their commonwealth, each also having a symbol referring to the Bible that faith possesses. So the um, I, I really want to go see this uh, statue sometime, even though I don't want to go to Massachusetts anytime in the near future. Um, but I would like to see this statue. And um, there is a really good article in the Founders Bible um, about each of those statues. I just want to read the part about faith if I have time. Just as the statue of faith is the central figure in the forefathers monument the foundational building block of all societies is the faith of the people all nations are built upon a set of ideas and principles that are ultimately rooted in the faith of the people every nation appeals to some authority to determine what they consider to be correct or lawful behavior each nation has some power they look to that they consider to be sovereign whether consciously or unconsciously The founders of America, from the early pilgrims and Puritans who colonized many of the states to those men who gave us our Christian constitutional republic, understood that the foundation of free nations rests in true religion. True religion is not where man is God, nor is it one of the many man-made religions. The statue of faith points to the heavens, to the creator of all things, and holds a Bible with the pages peeled open, which indicates that true faith emanates from the living word of God as revealed in the Bible. Benjamin Rush, a signer of the Declaration of Independence and the father of medicine in America, wrote, quote, Christianity is the only true and perfect religion 
and that in proportion as mankind adopts its principles and obey its precepts, they will be wise and happy. Very quickly break that down. He says that in proportion as mankind adapt its principles. In other words, if they only adapt a little bit of the principles, they won't be as wise and happy. He's saying the more that they adopt the principles of Christianity, the more wiser, the happier and wiser they will be. Now back to the now back to the book. Central to the Christian faith is the message that God, through Christ, redeems man and gives him a living faith through a supernatural internal transformation of the heart. To my friend Bill, did you hear that? God, via his spirit, gives man a new nature and writes his law upon man's heart. This internal transformation is the beginning of building godly nations. Since only the God of the Bible can bring about this supernatural transformation, only the God of the Bible can change a nation for good. God not only transforms the heart, he also gives principles and precepts in his word for how we should live and conduct affairs of life. Faith, back to the statue, has a star upon her head indicating she receives wisdom from above. The four seated statues below faith represent morality, law, education, and liberty, but more specifically, they represent biblical morality, biblical law, biblical education, and biblical liberty. The founders understood the necessity of building this nation upon the Christian faith and world view. So that is uh, out of the Founders Bible. That is uh, part, a portion, about a fifth of the uh, uh, writing that goes with uh, Daniel 9, or goes in there in the middle of the book of Daniel. So um, got a, just a minute left here. Um, prayer list, please. My friend Christy, our friend Christy, member of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, uh, had some surgery and needs a lot of prayers for a, a good recovery. The surgery went well. Let's pray for recovery for Christy. Scott, another good friend of mine. Uh, again, the surgery went well. Let's pray for a quick healing, a supernatural healing of Scott and Christy. And while we're at it, Lily, I'm telling you, I think Lily needs that supernatural hand in her life right now. Please pray for Lily and Christy and Scott today. And um, y'all stay tuned. Uh, Lorraine, I believe, is on her way in, and uh, she'll do her own burning down the house. All right, folks, uh, have a good weekend. Be nice to the tourists. See you on Monday.